This happened 16 years ago, but the details are as fresh as yesterday. I was in the second class of junior secondary school, what Americans would call seventh grade. I was ready to represent my class as a lead speaker in a school debate with the sixth grade, that's the JS1 class, our juniors. I cannot remember the topic, but I do remember being very excited and preparing so hard for it. I researched, I gathered and practiced my points with my uncle at home until I felt as ready as anything. I was set to beat them all. But on the D-Day, standing before the large audience of students, teachers and the principal, as the lead speaker of my team, my confidence and enthusiasm disappeared instantly. Because after the last syllable of my very impressive opening speech, my tongue locked itself. I froze, could not get the next word out. No. For several awkward moments, I struggled, my mind racing through the points, unable to voice them out. Everyone watched in anticipation, ostensibly praying that I would find my voice. My teammates must have been boiling furiously. To be clear, I did not forget what I had to say. It was just that the words got stuck under my tongue, what you would call a stutter. Each second felt like a heavy weight on my chest. Hmm. I wish I could tell you I recovered. I didn't. After a while, I couldn't bear the audience's piercing looks and wide mouth any longer. I walked off the stage and wept sore at the back of the hall. With the lead speaker gone with all the major points, I learned my team lost the competition because of me. So it was a shameful loss because everyone expected us to beat the class junior to ours. It was so unbearable that I did not return to school for the rest of that semester. I vowed to myself, I'll never speak in public again. This is StoryVox. Hello friends, Tolu Anime welcomes you to a fresh episode of the StoryVox podcast. This is where I share stories, deep conversations, and soft skills that inspires you to live intentionally. This episode is personal to me. The story you just listened to is one of the worst ordeals of my life. When I was younger, my stuttering was terrible. It was so bad I would stomp my feet hard on the ground countless times before I could make one complete sentence. I would cry often and ask my mom why God would allow me to be a stutterer. I struggled with this through my childhood. I always wondered why there was a disconnect between my overactive imagination and my speech. My mind was always working, observing, imagining and analyzing. But because I could not voice my findings, I locked them within the pages of my journals and comic panels. Maybe that's one of the reasons I'm perceived as an introvert. Because by default, after that incident, I avoided public speaking and talking to girls. <laughs> For some reason, it was worse when I talked to girls. 
Anytime I was called on to speak, I would panic. I would freak out. I knew I stuttered very badly and I knew I didn't want to be constantly embarrassed. So for a while, anytime I was asked to speak in public, some of my good friends would ask me quietly, are you sure you can do it? You know, my story reminds me of you and everyone in this world. In many ways, you're like me. If you have a goal, a dream, a vision so strong on your heart, any great thing you want to achieve is like that debate, like an invitation to the League of Heroes and Changemakers. Only that you believe you may not have what it takes because of some real or perceived weakness, a disability, a failure, or abuse. So when you are called to represent, you panic and doubt yourself. You've read of history makers who blazed trails and biblical heroes like David who, as a teen, didn't seem to display a moment of doubt as he faced Goliath or Samson who had immeasurable strength from birth or Elisha who commanded fire. Greek mythology and pop culture hasn't helped us much. They sell us the idea of superhuman abilities and incredibly scary feats. Compared to this amazing people list that goes on and on, you feel so small and out of their league. You tell yourself you never make an impact. Maybe your story is not like history's heroes. Maybe you don't have a supportive background or the kind of skills, the courage or relationship that Deborah or David had. So you panic and doubt yourself when you realize you may not have what it takes. You know what matters? What you do next. And it's really simple. Gather around. Let me show you another list of heroes. Do you know Moses? the one who led the Israelites into freedom from Egypt. Do you know that when God first called him to lead, he panicked? Yes, Moses was unwilling for many reasons, including a prior felony conviction, loss of confidence, and a stutter. Yes, <laughs> he had a stutter. So he gave a ton of excuses, but he could not escape his calling because God had answers for all his questions. When he asked, who am I? God responded, I will be with you. When he asked, who will I say sent me? God said, I sent you. When he asked, what if they don't believe me? God responded, the proof is in your hand. Use it. Then he said, but I stutter. God said, I will be your mouth. That was not enough for Moses. After all this, he said, well, I still can't do it. What? I know, right? Moses was the worst. But thankfully, he still did it. Before he died, he led the Israelites through the fangs of Pharaoh's battalion and well on their way to the promised land. Gideon was a judge who led the Israelites to many victories, often with very unassuming strategies. But do you know what he first was? He was the last born of the weakest link of the Manasseh tribe. And he was so scared he was beaten out wheat in a wine press. Who does that? When God called him to be a leader, do you know what he did? He doubted himself. He threw out fleeces in an effort to discourage God's angel. He doubted himself due to his disadvantageous position. Yet, God decided to use him and made him a mighty, courageous man. Jehoshaphat was at some point a king in Judah. Do you know what he did when an indomitable country decided to wage war against his kingdom? He panicked. He felt helpless against the enemy, but then he prayed and believed and he was divinely helped to win that battle. Peter was one of the disciples of Jesus. When it was time for him 
to keep his promise to Jesus in his darkest hour. You know what he did? He panicked. He didn't want to die. But guess what? Peter eventually became one of the most influential apostles and leaders in the early church. Do you see a pattern here? I can keep going, but I'm sure you get the point now. This awesome father has an answer for every excuse, every weakness, disability, and failure. He will not give up on you. And because God gives us the opportunity to panic at first, we must give him the opportunity to dispel the I can't in our minds and show himself faithful. So what happened to me? (laughs) Speech therapy wasn't accessible to me at that time. I avoided speaking at all costs until I couldn't. Until he met me and like Moses, the Lord has been my help, truly. After my junior secondary exams, I transferred to another school. There, I knew God didn't have it in his plan for me to be quiet. It first happened when I was considered to be the senior prefect in high school, more like the high school president. I was afraid I would mess up in front of the school panel again because the stakes were even higher this time and I had no time to prepare. I learned the interview exercise was going to be an impromptu speech. I didn't even know anything speech-like was going to happen. I can't recall the topic I spoke about, but I found myself speaking fluently for several minutes. I did not stutter once. Wow. At the end of the speech, I was amazed at what I had just experienced. I'd never spoken that long in my life under that much tension without stuttering. It was simply unbelievable. As soon as the interview was over, interestingly, I returned to stuttering. I stuttered just as much as before. Anyway, I was chosen to be the senior prefect of the school, the fellowship president, and the editor-in-chief of the press club, all in one year. This meant I led the assembly almost every morning and fellowship every Friday. I went on school assignments. I represented the state in competition. I did this and I did that. God became my force and he has helped me build confidence over the years by putting me in positions of leadership where I must trust him to speak. I have learned to trust God whether I panic at first or not to help me to speak and do every other thing. Weekly Bible studies at university, teaching kids and adults in intimate and very large gatherings, giving presentations in academic and community circles, training as a doctor and more, publishing books, leading initiatives, adding value to people and non-profit. I proposed and dated and married my wife and many other wonderful things. I've proven to myself that it's okay to panic at first, then trust God, take a deep breath and move. I'm still moving. You know what the crazy part is? You may not notice, but 16 years later, I still stutter. But God is with me and it doesn't matter anymore. I can't explain how it happens, but I know that if you place your source of panic and doubt into God's hands and trust him to walk you through life as you go ahead, you will achieve great things. It's okay to panic at first. It's okay to doubt yourself at first in the face of a challenge or an insurmountable problem or a goal or your vision or your life's work or an exam or a project or a relationship 
or whatever it is you know that you are meant to pursue. But don't stop there. It's not okay to stop there. Place the source of your panic into God's hand and trust Him to walk you through life and you will surely achieve great things. If this episode has inspired you today, then you're in the right place. What I want you to do is to tell a friend about this podcast and invite them to join me in the next episode. I have something amazing coming up on capacity building. I'm gathering some insights from my friends. I have, I think, four or five friends that are sharing with me how they build capacity in their own personal lives. And I believe that some of the things they have to share with you will be immensely helpful in your own personal journey. So, thank you for being here again today and I hope to see you in the next episode.